Hello, everybody. This is Jesse and Jerry V. And this is our podcast to give you updates about our ministry, the church planting that's going on in Italy, uh, updates about our life, what's going on, and informing you of different ways that you can get involved in what we're doing as the Lord is working through us in Italy. Thanks for listening. Hello, everybody. Jesse here today, and uh, in Italy, Mestre, Italy, the Northeast, near the city of Venice, as usual. And uh, today we're bringing uh, this episode having to do with our most recent uh, 10-day update. And if you follow this ministry, you're involved in what we do here, you know about every 10 days or so we put something together, a quick uh, email of sorts with uh, some of the latest prayer requests, the quick updates about the ministry, things you can know about, should know about, and can be praying for, as well as a brief exhortation and any useful uh, links, uh, either for your own personal edification through our our the PMC blog, Practical Missions Cohort blog, or through uh, ways to come and, and serve here in Italy, uh, ways of participation uh, for you or for your church or someone you know back in the States. Uh, so that's the idea behind these 10-day updates, just keeping you involved, keeping you connected to what's going on here in Italy, seeing how your prayers and how your financial support are contributing to the uh, the work of the Lord Jesus Christ here for the evangelism that's happening, discipleship that's going on, and uh, the planting of more churches. Uh, today's update we actually titled uh, the uh, Mary Ascended as a question. Mary Ascended, did she actually ascend or did she? what is that about? And if you're in America, uh, you have no idea really what this is about or what this has to do with anything. Uh, but it's actually a national holiday here in, in the country of Italy. Uh, on the 15th of August every year for, I don't know how long now this has been going on, but long, long time I'm sure. Uh, but every 15th of August, Italy shuts down. All the stores are closed. Everything, it's just like Christmas or just like Easter. Uh, but the 15th of August is a day that they, they set aside uh, to celebrate uh, that Mary ascended into heaven. She was uh, she did not die. She did not uh, have to endure that. But she was taken up into heaven just in the same way that Jesus Christ himself, after his resurrection, uh, ascended then into heaven, uh, seated at the right hand of the Father. Uh, that's the idea behind it. And uh, it's quite an interesting thing. So we'll mention just a couple comments about that. And then if you want to learn more about that, uh, you can go and explore that on your own. Uh, but we'll just mention a couple things about that because uh, it just happened to be when we sent out this update, it was on the 15th of August. So it just actually worked out perfectly. Um, what else will we talk about? This a status, uh, a status update we'll give here on the Give Mobility to Jerry V campaign where we're raising funds to get some mobility to Jerry V so she can get around town here in Italy uh, with the baby, get groceries, stop, visit the parks, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, she needs a way to get around. Uh, new prayer requests. Again, a couple useful links we'll also share here. And uh, looking over things, that, that's about it. Uh, the brief exhortation today, we'll, we'll start with that, comes from uh, Acts, Acts of the Apostles. If you know anything about uh, the current ministry here in Italy, at the moment on Sundays we're going through the book of Acts, one passage, one uh, yeah, section of scripture there at a time. Uh, going through the whole thing, seeing the larger picture of how uh, Jesus uh, at that time was laying the foundation and building his church through the work of the apostles, primarily through the work of his spirit, the Holy Spirit, uh, to regenerate uh, uh, the sinful people, make them into new creatures in Christ, have them to be born again uh, through the, the preaching of the word, the hearing of the word, and then the Holy Spirit regenerating, uh, and then the Holy Spirit leading and guiding uh, the apostles to preach from one people group to the next people group, and then eventually to the Gentiles and all the world, which is where all, most of us come in today, because we're not Jews, we're not Samaritans, we're not Hellenistic Jews, but we are Gentiles, the majority of us Christians. 
and, uh, and how God unfolded this plan of bringing the gospel to all different people groups, no longer just to the Jews, uh, bringing the salvation to, to every nation, basically, making it available to anyone and everyone. And we see that unfolding in the book of Acts. And then we see also the Lord, his willingness to uh, do whatever it takes to uh, cause his church to grow, uh, to defend his church, to protect his church, uh, and to keep his church holy. And, uh, and then here in Acts 17, we enter into this little section where Paul is on his own. He left behind uh, his co-laborers, I think it was Timothy and Silas, and uh, left them behind in a previous city to do some work there, went on alone to the next city. And uh, once he gets there, he says, okay, now go back and tell them to come join me here. There's work to be done. I need their help. But in the meantime, he's walking around town, and we read this, and uh, just, we'll just read the one verse. We won't give the whole account. But he engages, he engages a group of lost people, a unique type of lost people, a philosophical type of people. And uh, this first verse is something that we can take to heart today and consider our own life and our own walk with Jesus Christ. The first verse uh, tells us this in Acts 17, verse 16. Now, while Paul was waiting for them in Athens, his spirit was provoked within him as he saw that the city was full of idols. And in the, the New American Standard Bible, we actually read that uh, his spirit was troubled, I believe is the, the wording that we see there. His spirit was troubled uh, within him. Here it says provoked, but the same concept, and that's something we want to focus on today. So Paul, like Jesus, he was troubled in spirit when he looked upon the lostness of mankind. He was troubled about that. If we're honest, too often we are indifferent to the lostness and the sinfulness that surrounds us in this fallen world. This ought not be. We ought not be indifferent to that lostness. We ought not to be okay with the lostness and the brokenness of the world that surrounds us due to their idolatry. They're worshiping anything and everything in place of God, their maker, and Jesus Christ, the Lord. So a proper response to the rampant idolatry that surrounds us every day, a proper response is for us to be troubled in spirit. Can you remember the last time when you were troubled in spirit? Or have you numbed yourself to that lostness and just accepted it as okay and gotten on with life as if there's other things to be worried about? Are you troubled in spirit today as you look around at the lostness of the world? At the same time here, we see we ought to be moved with hope by the gospel, only the gospel. Uh, like Paul to the people of Athens, we can be moved by the lostness that we see, and we can be moved by the love of God that fills us. We can be moved to risk our lives and apply ourselves to evangelizing the lost people. And that's what we see as we go through the book of Acts there and we get deeper into that section of Scripture. We see him going and engaging this type of people, using good contextualization, understanding what kind of people they are and what's the best approach to reaching them. And he used a philosophical type approach, even quoted some of their own people, uh, but did not contextualize so much that he lost the core elements of the gospel. He reminded them of the reality of sin and the need for repentance and uh, key elements to understanding the gospel. Uh, so we, we see that great example there, that he then, broken by the situation, he doesn't ignore it. He says, well, I'm here, and they need to be saved, like everyone. What's the best way for me to go and engage them now? Let my troubled spirit move me to obedience to Jesus Christ's command to evangelize the lost. And he actually does. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he goes and he engages them. And, and that's a good example for us. So may the Lord help us today. May the Lord help you today to be broken in spirit, 
Now, you probably don't hear that kind of thing often. Not many people pray that you will be broken in spirit. They usually want everybody happy and well. But the truth is, certain things are supposed to break us in spirit, break our hearts. And if they don't break our hearts, it's a good sign that something is likely not right between you and Jesus Christ. If you have his heart, if he's in you, certain things in this world will absolutely break your heart and you'll be broken in spirit. So may the Lord help us to be broken in spirit for these kinds of things, for the rampant idolatry that surrounds us, the lostness of this world. And may he at the same time make us to be zealous, to reach out by the power of his spirit, by his grace, to engage in any way possible the perishing souls that surround us no matter the cost. No matter if they make fun of us, no matter if they reject us, no matter if they kill us, uh, or even if they just simply don't want anything to do with us. May we go no matter the cost. Amen. Amen. So may that encourage your hearts and may you do that. Remember that. Be broken, but be moved and go uh, find a way to be involved in going to those lost people with the gospel. Amen. Amen. Back to the top of the email, looking over things. Uh, first thing we'll talk about is that idea of Mary. Uh, Mary. What, are we, what can we say here? In August, Italy shuts down as uh, the country goes into vacation mode. I mentioned that in a previous podcast as well. Uh, on this day, the 15th, Italy totally shuts down. Everything. You can't, if you need to get groceries, you have to plan it a couple days in advance. If you need to get anything, you got to plan it a couple days in advance. Right now, one of my sandals, the, the bottom rubber part on it fell off. It's no longer there. But I just know it's not even worth my time trying to find a, a shoesmith who can fix the bottom of my shoes. And they are everywhere here in Italy in the cities. Um, not even worth my time because they're closed. And even if they wanted to be open, no one would be coming to them because everybody knows, especially this week of August, nothing is open. Uh, so that's the reality. Uh, the only sound you hear on this day, the 15th, is the Roman Catholic Church bells sounding. Ding, dong, ding, all day long. And why is that? They believe this day is when Mary ascended into heaven in the same way Jesus ascended after his resurrection. Zero, zero biblical support for this concept yet it's fully taught and embraced by the culture at large here in Italy. Uh, the day is a reminder to us of why we are here. Countless souls have yet to hear the gospel. 99% of Italy today is unreached, having not yet heard the gospel. Uh, but instead, they've been taught false versions of the gospel. And one way we see that manifest is when we talk about Jesus Christ, when we talk about God, uh, they have a lot of doubts. They have a lot of concerns. Most people don't have a good understanding of who God is, what the gospel is at all. And, but when you talk about Mary, whoa, they're very convinced. Very often, they're very convinced of their belief in Mary and the importance of Mary. And you dare not say anything negative about this concept they have of Mary. It's a very sensitive subject. Uh, ironically, though, full of doubts about God the Father, full of doubts about God the Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ. But when it comes to Mary, lots of confidence. It's a, it's a very ironic thing, and it can only lead uh, me to believe in the, the realities of spiritual warfare, false teaching uh, brought about even by demons themselves uh, to, to confuse people and lead them anywhere but to Jesus Christ for salvation. Uh, so good reminder, this is why we're here. Uh, the whole country shutting down, the bells ringing all day throughout the, throughout the entire country remind us of this need and why we're here to somehow reach individuals, people groups here and get them the gospel that they desperately need to hear. Next section in our update has to do with this hashtag called Give Mobility to Jerry status update. And we just want to say from our hearts, thank you. Many of you have given already uh, in, in gracious amounts above and beyond your normal giving or just out of a concern and understanding of the importance for a wife to be able to stay mobile even as she's raising kids and a missionary wife at that in a foreign land to be able to be out and among the people with gospel intentionality. 
And uh, you've seen the need, you've seen the reality, you've considered, it's a little bit weird, uh, but I guess, uh, yeah, that's a reality. In Italy, bikes, is, in North Italy, bikes is a big thing. And uh, everyone's on bikes. No matter where you go, you see hundreds of them just zipping by all over. There's bike paths set aside because they promote that. They want people to use bikes a lot. And uh, it's a practical way for JRV to get around. Low cost. Uh, as you look on the up front, there's a, there's a cost, but it's much less than a car. Uh, it's efficient. It's easy. The towns here are structured in such a way that JRV can get to all the little stores she needs to in this way. Uh, in the wintertime, when it would get cold, you can put a little cover over top to keep, uh, keep the babies covered and uh, out of the elements. And uh, yeah, it just works. We tried it. It's great. Jeremy can, can manage with it. It's not too big. It's not too bulky. Uh, it's doable. And so this is a great thing. And at this point, praise God, we're actually 55% towards our financial goal to get this thing for Jeremy. So we're more than halfway there. That's amazing. That's that's awesome. Uh, so we thank you guys for those of you who have already given. If you're one who has not yet given and you do have some extra cash at the moment and you want to, by faith, give, you can do that. Uh, see it as giving to the Lord Jesus Christ himself, helping a missionary housewife to uh, stay mo- mobile, stay out and about uh, among the people, and be a good wife, caring for the family, doing simple things like grocery shopping and getting the baby to the parks and visiting other friends. Great, great way to contribute to the Lord's global mission. If you want more information about that, just go to practicalmissions.org slash special hyphen need, or just go to practicalmissions.org, look at the front page, and you'll see a, a link right there to this particular campaign. Uh, so give this some thought and uh, check it out. Any questions, please feel free to let us know at info at practicalmissions.org. You can email us there for any kind of questions. And while I'm mentioning that email, I just want to throw this out there also. We went back over uh, some older podcast episodes found uh, years ago. We were doing recordings back at uh, SEE when we would have missionary panels when uh, Bible students or younger folks will be able to ask questions to a panel of missionaries uh, to learn more about missionary life, what that's like, how how different aspects of that, how to get involved, how not to, how to know if you're called or not, all these different things. Any kind of question you can think of, they were free to ask. And I would take note at a certain point, I started taking note of the questions and then giving my answers, the answers that I would give during the panel, recording them and also making them available to all those who follow us and are, are part of the ministry and listening in. And uh, we're now bringing them back. We put together a, a page on the website. It's not yet published, but it's available. We're, we're finalizing it where you can uh, review questions that have been asked and hear the answers to those questions. And we're also accepting, we have a list of new questions that have come to us recently, and we're going to go ahead and do recordings on those as well, share our insight, at least our thoughts into those questions and, and, and the answers to those questions from our point of view. And uh, pray that they be edifying to, to some of you out there who are, are considering missions or just curious about missions or want to know more about missionary life and how that works, uh, we're making questions available. So all that to say, if you or someone you know has questions about missions, something you're curious about or would like to know more about or a certain aspect of mission missionary life, uh, feel free, send an email to info at practicalmissions.org. Send the email and ask your question. And we'll be happy to field that email, answer that question, and, uh, and take it and make a recording also, uh, a podcast episode treating that question uh, regarding missionary life or anything uh, with missions uh, overseas. Uh, so feel free to send those emails as well. A couple prayer requests as we close out, and I won't get into details about the other ways to get involved or the recent podcast episodes because uh, nothing has changed in that area, and uh, you can see that uh, by just looking on the website. But the prayer requests, there are a couple new ones that are worth mentioning, and we do value your prayers for these things. Number one is a group of 20 South Korean Christians that we bumped into Uh, here in the piazza in Italy. We didn't bump into all 20 of them. We met one of them who recently uh, 
one family who recently moved from Rome to this area. He's in the country uh, for four years now as a travel agent. Uh, basically, I think that what it means is he came from the travel agency part in uh, in South Korea. Uh, so he is stationed here in Italy, and he receives the groups that get sent over, large groups of South Koreans, and then takes them on a tour. He's basically the tour guide, uh, from what I understand. And I know it's true, at least in Venice here, there's tons of South Koreans, buses full of them that come and explore Venice, see different things here. And there's a couple uh, Korean restaurants, and if you try to, if you go by one of those restaurants, you see they're often just packed with busloads of people because they stop there to have their lunch or their dinner. And uh, so, very interesting thing. And and the the, the the reason we ask prayer for this is because they mentioned they're they're a group of twenty, and uh, they gather on Sunday in uh, the Protestant liberal Protestant church that's in the area, the Valdesian church, which has no pastor as well, has no gospel. Likely, it's it's made up of non-regenerate people, uh, people who are not even born again. Uh, maybe ten of them that gather, and uh, these Koreans found a way to be able to use that hall, which is not even a very good hall, not even a very good location. But they gather there on Sundays, they worship together, and then they tune in to some kind of video preaching in their Korean language from South Korea, and that's where they get their sermon. But they've been praying for a pastor or for a missionary to come, someone to be able to lead them and instruct them in the Word of God and, and things like this. Uh, so here they, they meet us, they hear I'm a pastor, they hear I'm a missionary, they're excited, they want to know more, they invited us for dinner, we're going to get together. Uh, but what does the Lord actually desire of us in regards to serving these folks? Now we're here to serve, we serve all to the glory of God, but our call is quite specific in reaching Italian folks. And we couldn't mix uh, a group of Koreans, we couldn't bring Italians into it. Uh, different language, that's a problem. Uh, just like we see in the book of Acts of the Apostles, you know, there's there's times for everything. And Italians would not feel comfortable in their own country coming to a church made up of predominantly Korean people. That just would not work, absolutely. So the best approach would be to keep these guys on their own thing. But we need to understand, are we doctrinally aligned? Are we on the same page? Uh, uh, would they be willing to uh, submit to my teaching, to my preaching? Would they want that? Would they desire that or not? And uh, the only thing we could do, if we're able, and we don't even know if the Lord would have us, but if they would want, and if we're able to dedicate a certain amount of time uh, we'd be limited in our time we could give to them, but we could potentially, I could bring a message every Sunday, and potentially we could set up leadership training to train and recognize two or three uh, men in this group to become the elders, overseers of this church, train and equip pastors over a year, two-year period of time, if they're willing to make that kind of commitment. So what they were hoping for is someone to come either from South Korea to come and be their pastor or some kind of missionary pastor like myself here, uh, but we're not interested in, in long-term commitment to overseeing them. But we could train some of their own people, some of their own men, to become uh, uh, recognized as the leaders of the church, uh, trained and equipped theologically, pastorally, doctrinally, and to, 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 to guide this church group and, uh, and then keep them their own independent ethnic church, which is what would work best here in Italy. That's been proven time and time again with ethnicity groups uh, in a place like Italy. Let them be their own identity, their own thing. So we can help them uh, yeah, create their own uh, constitution, church constitution, their own idea, uh, put together a way of membership. Uh, yeah, their own church identity or denomination, they could become it. And that we could just help train the elders and get them official and, and be here as friends and, and to serve them and, and help them. But the the benefits that could come from this, one, it's uh, something, uh, yeah, it's good for us also. When you're serving other people, there's always a blessing in it for you as well. We would never want any of their money. We wouldn't take any of their money. Uh, absolutely not. But we would be able to serve them, and it would probably be encouraging for us as well if this is something the Lord would have us do. And uh, perhaps then whatever location we could find for them, maybe they would let us use in this phase of our ministry to be able to do English outreach to Italian people when they're not using the location and begin uh, gatherings for Italians as well at a separate time than when they would gather. Uh, 
So perhaps there could be some benefits like that in this. Now, we don't know. There could be other problems. Perhaps this group, which left the larger group of uh, southern Koreans from a different part uh, of, of the other side of town on another part of town nearby, maybe they left for bad reasons. Maybe uh, uh, maybe they need to be in church discipline, or maybe they're in sin, or maybe they don't respect their elders. Or maybe they rightfully left because maybe the church has gone astray. Maybe the leaders have gone astray. Maybe there is no more leadership there. So we don't know all these details. These are all things we need to still gather, information, prayerfully consider, and we invite you to join us in prayer for that, uh, to see what the Lord would have us do to help serve these these brothers. What would be the best thing for them? And that can take any form. Whatever's best, uh, you know, the best thing for one group is not the best thing for another group. Uh, so it's it's very much to be revealed still, and we need to pray about that. So please do pray with us for that. Another prayer request is simply uh, safe travels for this Sunday. Uh, we don't travel a whole lot, us here in Italy. Uh, we're limited. We stay close, local. We have our own turf to care for and people to reach. But uh, we're serving a brother uh, who has common friends of ours back in the U.S. from uh, the Pennsylvania area. And uh, he's church planning among the uh, American soldiers here in Italy. And uh, at first was in the Aviano area. Now he's in Vicenza. And there's a group of uh, believers there, Americans. And he's out of town for a couple weeks, and he asked if I could uh, fill in and preach, not just preach, but lead the whole worship service for them and preach uh, this Sunday. And we'll be going there. It's about an hour drive. No big deal. But our car is not the newest thing in the world. It's not old, but it's it's not new. The power steering is not working at the moment, and uh, the mechanics are closed, so we can't get it resolved. And it would cost uh, perhaps 500 euros, something like that. Uh, But the big story is they said it's safe to drive, but they can't do any work on it until after August. So we have a car that, you know, drives fine, seems to work okay. It's hard to turn, but it should be safe. We just ask you to pray for us. And we're mindful of the, you know, the dangers of travel. Uh, This week, a bridge actually collapsed on the other side of Italy, northwest, and 39 people died, and a bunch were hurt. A big mega bridge uh, fell like 100 meters to the ground while people were riding on it or going over it. And then last week in Bologna, there was a gigantic explosion between two big tractor trailers filled with gas and all kinds of stuff. Major explosion that blew out a whole chunk of the highway. And so we just pray, uh, ask that you pray for us as we travel this Sunday as well uh, to go serve these brothers in, uh, in this area of Vicenza. Uh, next on our prayer request is the uh, same uh, repeat from last week. Pray we continue to reach more souls for Christ uh, during this month of August. Jerry has been going to the park every day. I spent some time there as well. We made some new contacts there, which is a great thing. And then we're seeing them around town. Great thing also. Uh, so pray for stuff like that to continue to happen and develop. We can get the gospel, get tracts through their hand, you know, preach, present the gospel to them in clear terms and simple terms, build friendships with them, and be able to continually lead them to the things of the Lord. Uh, lastly, restorative time with Jesus is our last prayer request. This month is a special month for us in August where we, we recognize we need a, a break of sorts, we need a refreshment, some time of restoration uh, in the Word, in prayer, with the Lord. And since everything else shuts down, it's a great opportunity, time for us to, to get that. Pray that this be an everyday, be a, a day of restoration and, 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 and re-strengthening uh, in the Lord uh, for the rest of this month and so that we can continue again in September strong and, and, and by the grace of God to continue the work He's called us to here in North Italy. Uh, that's it for today, guys. Uh, again, there, there's always uh, stuff available on the PMC blog that can be for your edification. Uh, there's always ways to get involved. Just check out the ministry website. Uh, still looking for that person, praying for that person to come and serve as an administrator to help facilitate a lot of the ministry aspects here in Italy, take some of the burden off my shoulders so I can be more dedicated to the Word and to prayer as we get things rolling for the next church plant. 
Uh, and then lastly, uh, we also have a video link still available uh, on the bottom of this email update. Uh, that's just our summer update. Uh, you can see Jerry V and Cornelius in there a little bit as well. And that also is available at our website. So again, PMC, we're here. Uh, uh, we exist as a cohort for the single task of edifying or planting new church bodies in Italy where they currently don't exist. And as you listen in, as you prayerfully partner in and financially give, you also are part of this this work to edify or plant new church bodies here in Italy where they don't exist. So thank you for being a part of the ministry and God bless you. Till the next time. Ciao, ciao. Thanks again for listening. For more information about our church planting ministry in Italy, you can visit us at practicalmissions.com. Thanks again. God bless. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao. ciao. If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.